This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Preston, episode 135, Aromatherapy Benefits. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for goal-getting, fear-facing women who are kicking ass by creating change. I'm your host, Lindsay Preston. I'm a wife, mom of two, and a multi-certified life coach to women all over the world. I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me as I challenge you to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you are meant to be. Let's do this. Welcome to another episode of the show. Today I have on Renee Hughes. Renee is going to teach you all about aromatherapy. Now, Renee is not somebody who just randomly picked up oils one day and said, Ooh, I want to sell this. She knows her stuff. She is certified in aromatherapy. She's going to go through her background here on this interview so you know even more about it. And from that, she has then developed programs to teach other coaches and holistic practitioners all about aromatherapy. She has a program called the Holistic Champions Aromatherapy School. And then she also has a program that anyone can take called the Mood Makeover Method, which is an emotional detox program that does some coaching work and then ties that with aromatherapy. I really loved this interview with her. I learned a lot about how to incorporate in my own work some oils and aromatherapy to allow myself to open up more, to feel less anxiety, to even feel more focused. And so I have, I know personally, a lot of tangible things that I'm going to start implementing in my life to um, help me out even more. But you will see in this interview with Renee, we're not saying, oh, oils and aromatherapy is, you know, a way to make yourself feel great. Yes, it can help you feel better for sure. But the ultimate message of this interview too, is that you've got to do deep work along with doing things like aromatherapy to really have deep, long lasting effects and impact. And we even talk about some health things too, of using aromatherapy and oils as a way to supplement your life, but to not use it as a way to dodge any kind of medical care as well. So I think Renee has a great mindset in regards to aromatherapy, just really grounded in it. You know, there are some people out there that just like throw all medical advice out the window and just want to do all holistic stuff, which is great. If that's you, that's fine. I love where Renee Sands is like, here's how we use medicine and here's how we use aromatherapy. So I hope you enjoy this interview with Renee. I'm so excited to have you here today, Renee. To talk all Thank things you. aromatherapy. Let's just start from the very beginning, like the basics. Even though a lot of us are very well aware of things like essential oils, like what is aromatherapy like defined? Right. So it is a science. Yeah. You hear it, the word thrown about quite a bit, but it's actually a science. It is the science of using plant based chemicals, plant chemistry for therapy. For energetic therapy, meaning emotional support and physical therapy, therapeutic benefits, the chemistry within these oils are able to help us with a plethora of clinical issues 
So real aromatherapy, you often hear me talk about real aromatherapy. Real aromatherapy is actually quite clinical. It's a plant-based chemistry used in, in therapy. How did you get into this? Oh, gosh. Okay. So I, I wanted to have my own business. And since 2009, my husband and I left corporate world in 2009, never looked back. And we started our own businesses. And, and I have a passion for, for business. So I started on that end. But inside, I always wanted something health and wellness because that, those were my two loves and I couldn't figure out how to get them to merge. And I finally have figured that out. So in 2013, I was like, I, I'm going back to school. I was trying not to go back to school because I was like, I'm too old to go back to school. I don't want to start over. But I did. In 2013, I went back to school and got my certification as a, as a holistic health consultant. And then I wanted to specialize. I had really fallen in love with using essential oils and I I wanted to know the science. I'm just one of those people that I want to know really how it works, not just how somebody tells me and all these outlandish stories, but I want to know why it works and how it works. So I went to school again and specialized in aromatherapy and since then have just really devoted myself to studying the studying psychoaromatherapy, which just means the emotional effect that aromatherapy has or essential oils have on our mind or in our central nervous system. So... That is how I got into it. That's, That's the so short cool. version. Yeah. And I wanted to touch on that because I know when you and I met in our networking group, you're like, I don't even sell oils. And what's like your technical title, Renee? It is a certified professional aromatherapist. Yeah. So a lot of people, they hear that, right? And you said they think, oh, she's going to sell me young living oils <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. And you're like, and oh, I, I don't even oils. sell them. I know. I don't sell them. I don't sell them. I, I you know, and I, there's no judgment. I know a lot of people can't stand the MLMs. I used to be there. But it was one of the reasons why I wanted to come out of that world and be educated because the challenge in that world of, of MLM is that the, the education is not there. I mean, they have little education, but it's not, there's a lot of misinformation. And I'm just so grateful that I got a full education so that I could now serve as a coach and a consultant and leave behind that type of a, a world with sales, but there's no judgment. I mean, they, they are wonderful people who really do care about the health of individuals, but it's just not what I do. What I do is very clinical and it's quite different from MLM. Yeah. Because the, the biggest one is you don't even sell oils. You're like teaching people how right. to use aromatherapy. Exactly. And you've kind of talked about with me in our networking group, you've got two different programs in essence. Can you kind of touch on that? Yes. So two different programs that kind of marry each other, but it's my primary program is the Holistic Champions International School of Aromatherapy. We certify our students to become either essential oil specialists or aromatherapists themselves. And what makes the program really unique is at the same time that they are becoming certified, we also teach them how to build a successful practice because what we found is that a lot of people have certifications in this wellness holistic arena, but they're not using them because they get certified. They learn the information, they learn the science, but then they don't know how to grow a business. And then you have all these people growing businesses who don't know the science. So I just kind of brought it together and I teach them both so that they can leave my school opening a practice or scaling a practice. I really like to have my students be people who are already coaching or already in business but they want to integrate aromatherapy. They want to scale up. They want bigger transformations because aromatherapy does that with any practice. It really helps to, to, to make it better. And so that's what we do in Holistic Champions. And then my second program is called the Moot Makeover Method. 
And the Move Makeover Method actually was came before Holistic Champions, but Holistic Champions is my, the school is probably my primary thing now, what I'm really known for. But the Move Makeover Method is a methodology that I came up with as I was studying psychoaromatherapy. And I put together a method that really has transformed people from the inside out. It's more than just like a mindset thing. We combined kind of like mindset principles, capacity theories, along with adjusting body chemistry, the central nervous system, helping people to come out of that that state of being stuck in sympathetic mode. Everybody knows like if the fight or flight, we're stuck in that because of our lifestyle. So the mode helps, the, the method helps us to get out of that mode and to naturally fluctuate between sympathetic and parasympathetic as we were designed to do versus I'm stuck here. Yeah. And so it's a holistically balancing program that really is is designed for emotional support, but it's just soul work that really helps people to to heal chemically, naturally. And there's no spiritual aspect that's added to that. It really is about a person connecting deep within themselves, mentally and emotionally, mm-hmm. and then reconnecting with with others, you know, humans, and then they, they are able to thrive more spiritually and all these things because the barriers have been removed. So it's, those are my, my two primary programs. Yeah. So I hear from the, the other one, I can't ever remember names, Renee, <laughs> not your school, the other one, what's the name of it? Mood makeover method. Makeover method. That's such a great yes. name. Makeover <laughs> method that you're doing like yeah. mindset stuff, but using aromatherapy along right. with that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my question now for you is say someone's not going through your school yet or going through the mood makeover method. Did I get that right? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> of it. um, it's a mouthful. It is, but I love it. And so maybe they're just doing their own work with a coach or a therapist or just on their own journey. How can they start to incorporate just a little bit of aromatherapy to get a taste of adding that in? Such a great question. So we have therapists and psychiatrists and things like that go through our school for that reason. So if you're doing it on your own journey and you have a coach that's maybe just doing mindset or maybe just a therapy or things like that, what you can do is you can use the oils before you go into session and even during session. It really is going to help you to get more out of it. So if you're going through a coaching or therapy and you feel like I'm getting better, but there it's not like I need more. And what we've been told from our clients is that even those who are on medication, they feel like they get a fuller relief from like depression, anxiety, and things like that because of the oils and these extra methods that are included. Mm. So what you can do is you can literally just inhale some oil before you get in. You can buy little inhalers. Amazon has aromatic inhalers where you just fill up the little cotton wick with oils and you just inhale it. You can do that before you go in. Or if you have a bottle of oils, you can just drop some in your hand, put it over your nose and inhale that before you go into your session or even during session. And you're going to get more out of that session. You're going to be more open to understand, to even hear what they're saying. You're going to be less anxious. If you find that you go into session, you go in to talk to your coach Maybe it's a business coach and they're helping you, you know, rearrange your life. And you're just like, oh gosh, this is overwhelming. Have your oils before you go. It's going to change how you think about it. It's going to change how you even express yourself to your therapist or to your coach or to whoever you're working with. So just take some oils like lavender. Some of the basic ones that are usually always work well for everybody are lavender. Everybody knows lavender, sweet orange, 
any of the citruses, lime, grapefruit is wonderful for this, patchouli, Roman chamomile. So these are some, some great ones, even ones that are, if you find that you're having difficulty opening, you know, your therapist wants to talk about something or your coach wants to talk about something, they're asking you questions and you almost just feel blank. What you want to do in that case is to use oils that are known to help the respiratory system because there's a connection between our breath and opening up emotionally. So think about eucalyptus. You know, all of us know about eucalyptus from a kid. You know, you have a cold, you can't breathe, your parents rub your chest. And we know that aroma, that eucalyptus, it just opens things up. Well, it does the same thing emotionally. So if you're having that issue, you can inhale a blend that has eucalyptus in it or Ravensara, which is a softer one, especially if you have asthma. You can use those, just inhale it. Just the slow diaphragmatic breathing through the nose, out through the mouth and enjoy like three sets of that as you're going into session. And again, even during session, you can do that. Wow. Eucalyptus. I'm going to remember that. Eucalyptus. <laughs> yeah. Because when I go to yoga, they'll pass around usually a lavender and we'll smell that. And then mm-hmm. I've been going to a chiropractor and at the end, she rubs on my neck peppermint. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree with what you say. It's like taking what I got just from the chiropractor and then it lingers. I just smell that peppermint for hours and it tingles yes. on my neck. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, like just almost like, like you said, opening up, but even like solidifying more of what just yes. happened. Absolutely. That's it. Yeah. 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 Like making it go a little deeper. Yeah. But I love, I, I've never thought about like going into a session and smelling it to like open myself up or to even being about clarity. Mm-hmm. Like that's genius. That's really great. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I was just gonna say, definitely try that the next time you go yeah. in for your yoga Yeah, session. for sure. Yeah. Okay. You mentioned this earlier with people who get into oils, because I know like Young living was a big thing for a while and it still is. And so, of course, I got like my intro set and then you get yeah. your, you know, little mixes you can make and then you get in certain groups and all of a sudden it's like, we're using this for this method and this for this and this for that. And, you know, you try things out, but you're also like, can I really do this instead of like taking this medication? I can just use oils. And so where can we like make sure we're not crossing the line there? What's your take on that? (laughs) Such a good question. And I'm so passionate about this subject. It's, you know, I love Young Living and I love doTERRA. I I really do because their oils are amazing for one thing. Even as an aromatherapist, I will tell you that if you've invested in that, it's not a bad investment. The challenge is that people should not be encouraged to use essential oils instead of their medication. Only your healthcare provider should be taking you off your medication or even suggesting it. There are major complications that can happen with people trying to self-medicate and take themselves off of medication, including heart attack, stroke. You know, I have, I'll, I'll get, I'll share a story. I have a client who I always teach my clients to always use carrier and not to ingest the oils unless you're working with a professional. So a professional aromatherapist or your healthcare provider has granted you the okay to ingest those oils. And even then it should only be oils that are FDA approved. There are certain oils that are FDA approved for dietary use. But she did not take my advice. She used some oils that I had strictly said, don't use this brand. She was in the ER, you know, vomiting repeatedly. And it's just so heartbreaking. She, she recovered and she's fine. But the thing is, nobody's telling that side of the story. They're just saying, oh, yeah, you can take this by mouth every day. I had a client come to me who was taking frankincense under the tongue every single day. 
and that they're not designed for that. They, they are potent plant chemistry. Everything is chemistry. We don't need to be afraid of it. They are mighty and they do have profound effect. And there are people whose doctors have taken them off of medication because they didn't need them anymore. But it, that is the, the area where that happens. You don't want you know, your friend who's selling kits to tell you, oh, my person who trained me said this is great for diabetes. So you just use this from now on. No, that's, that's, that's not how that goes. It is a great thing to integrate into your life, even if you are on medication, but only your healthcare provider should be taking you off of medication. So that's, that's a, a primary thing that I like to teach. Yeah. I love your take on that question for you. What are your favorite ways to use aromatherapy and oils? I love inhalers. I use inhalers all the time. I have diffusers all around my house, of course, and steamers. I use them in massage, but my absolute favorite way is inhaling. Just taking that little inhaler. They look like little lipstick tubes. I should have grabbed one. I mean, you just inhale them, but the emotional benefit is so immediate. But not only that, I, for one thing, I get motion sickness. And so we've got a lot of where I live, a lot of uh, twisty, windy roads. And so I always just have my inhaler. And in seconds, in seconds, I get relief just inhaling them. So it is my favorite way. The, the oils work very quickly because it goes through the olfactory system, which just means our nose and all the stuff behind there. Mm-hmm. And it connects right into our um, amygdala, the limbic system, the cortex, all of that is affected through using it through the nose that way. It can also get into our bloodstream, of course, you know, using it topically and, and through the nose because the lungs send it through the bloodstream. But because of that inhaler, it's just such a quick reaction. It is, it's my favorite. Yeah. And it's usually strong. When I smell it, I'm like, <gasps> like- <laughs> yes, the oils are volatile. So literally, but when you take the top off, you're already getting therapy. It yeah. jumps right out of that bottle. Yeah. So you don't even have to lift it to your nose to get it, which, and that reaction is another reason why we want to be careful because it's potent. Mm -hmm. It's powerful. We should always, never, 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 I want your audience to know, everybody, never use the oils without a carrier, meaning, you know, carrier oil, oil like jojoba or cocoa butter or something like that. Don't apply it to your skin without that. And I know that you're being told, oh yeah, you just put it directly on your skin, but people, this is why phototoxicity happens, sensitivity happens, because it really should be used with a carrier unless you have certain situations like a burn or things like that. There are times when you can use it directly on the skin, but usually it should be applied with a carrier Yeah, to help with that potency. You know, that's what makes it so tricky because it's like motion sickness, burns, sometimes even like headaches, sore throats, coughs, like oils do help a lot. And so you think, yeah, these things are magical. Mm-hmm. They just replace medication. And so it is kind of gray, Renee. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a difficult thing because they, they are, they are very powerful and it's not a it's not a small thing that they do. It's definitely not just aroma. These these plant this plant chemistry, it's more potent than even if you were to use a tea or an herbal blend. The the concentration of them are more powerful and they do amazing things. It is true. It's just that we don't want and and what I usually do is it is my first line of defense. If I have a headache, I, I don't grab for an aspirin, I grab for one of my blends. And peppermint and lavender is really great for like migraines, but so, but, but for some people it makes them nauseous. So you need to be able to understand the variety and when to use something and when not, when to pull back, 
There are times when I'll have people not use a blend. I'll say, pull back and only use one oil. And I only want you using a drop in like even a four ounce bottle. I, I may pull way back like that. And there are other times I'll say, we need to double up on this. We need to be using it several times a day. I have clients who um, have battled with cancer. And sometimes you think, oh, well, we need to give them the whole kitchen sink. But sometimes you actually need to pull back depending on how that person's system is responding. So it is true when you're thinking, oh, I could get rid of a headache. I could fight off a cold or flu or virus. Yes, you can do those things, but it's all in context. It's just that we don't want to feel like it's a cure-all because it's not always, even though it does help for many, many situations. Even people with chronic conditions get relief from the oils, but not usually at 100%. It does not cure it. Mm. You know, if you have a chronic illness, you may get great relief from your pain and inflammation and swelling. Uh, great relief. I've had people tell me 80% better. I've had people tell me I don't go to the hospital nearly as much as I used to, where people were going almost on a monthly basis, haven't been in a couple of years. So yes, that's powerful, but we have to be careful in the conversation that we're not giving people this expectation of, I'll never need to take medication again. Maybe you won't, but maybe you will. And so we have to make sure that that conversation is clear when mm -hmm. people are being set up with the right expectation. Yeah. I mean, what I hear in that, and correct me if I'm wrong, Renee, is like, we're not going to deny, you know, typical science, right? Like the medical science fields, but we can really help ourselves in a more natural, again, I'm putting this in quotes, natural way too. Right. And it's a blend of the two. It's absolutely a blend of the two. That is yeah. my approach. It's integration. There's a place for, we need our traditional providers, especially when it comes to urgent care. I feel like when it comes to urgent situations, they are, I mean, what would we do without them? And diagnostics. I mean, you can't, there's all these little gadgets and machines where people say, you know, you can use this and it's going to tell you what oil to use and you'll be, you'll be fine. But in, especially in, in, in developed countries, we, you know, there's state of the art diagnostics and we need those. We need to make sure if I have someone that's coming to me over and over again for nausea, yes, I can give you an oil blend that's going to get rid of that nausea. But I want to know why are you nauseous? Mm. Why? Why are you yeah. continuously coming back? What is it? Is it motion sickness? Is something going on with your gut? That needs to be checked and it needs to be checked with your healthcare provider to know for yeah. sure what's happening before we just keep using the oils for relief. Yeah, that's such a good point of, okay, maybe it's a one-time nausea, a one-time headache, or you always just get headaches this point in your cycle or you know whatever mm. it is. But if it's a constant thing, that's a red flag. Something deeper That's is going it. on here. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Can I ask you two personal questions that I think other people Absolutely. may have too? Okay. Yes. The first is that, like I said, I got the Young Living set and then they tell you mm -hmm. blend these things together and diffuse it. And mm -hmm. I found no matter what I blended with a diffuser, I would always, it would be very, very strong. Mm -hmm. And so what I heard you say earlier is like maybe using less, just using, you know, one oil instead of blending it. And so it's just probably too strong for me then, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Just go with one oil or one. I, I usually, in my personal blends, I don't usually go past five, but it's usually one to three. If you have an oil that's already blended, you just need like a drop. In my diffuser, I usually only use five drops, but I see online where people tell you to use like 10 drops of something. It's way too much. Mm -hmm. And if it's too much for you at five, then pull back and keep pulling back until as long as you can smell it, you're mm -hmm. getting the benefit. 
So okay. you don't need a whole lot of drops. Perfect. I feel like I'd be somebody who has like one drop. <laughs> I'm like that too. I'm, I, I am. I'm like, I'm that way too. A little goes a long way. Yeah. You just don't need a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Second question for you. Focus. And I see this with a lot of my clients too, because my clients are driven women and it's always like focus, yes. focus, focus. So what is a good oil to use for focus? Oh, there's so many, but think of your grounding oil. So this is what I like to tell people in case they forget what I say. Think about your wood oils, because if you think about something that's come from a tree, it's grounded in the, those roots. It does the same thing for you, that grounding fixture, like you, you know, it can go through a storm. So get a wood oil. So we're talking cedar wood, sandalwood, the spruces, white spruce, black spruce, eucalyptus that come from, from trees, tea tree. Mm. You're going to get a grounding effect and it helps you to just settle in. And yeah, I can focus now. Also the resins. So like frankincense, myrrh, those are known to be really grounding oils. And what they do is again, it's helping your central, central nervous system. And just over time, these oils have been studied and we just see very specific effects on people. And those oils, especially like, I, I love a combination of lavender and cedar wood. I like giving that blend because it's extremely inexpensive, but very powerful. And it really helps you to be able to focus. Frankincense is just so amazing at it as well. And it also is good if you have, if your, your clients tend to be very creative people, Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's why you can't focus because your mind is constantly creating and you're thinking about this thing and this thing and this thing and you're kind of a visionary and you're just going, going, going with that mind doesn't want to settle down. Frankincense is particularly good for creative people who can't focus. Mm. So that would be a really good one for them to inhale while they're in creative mode to kind of help the best of them come out, but to do it in a focused way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One more question. I promise this one's more general and you kind of touch on this, but I want to say it really directly. So Mm -hmm. the other thing I see with a lot of my clients too, because they are so driven is anxiety. So like Mm -hmm. what, what I coach on a lot is getting out of frantic action into massive action because they're like up here. So what's something they can use to just calm it? Yeah. Some of those same oils, but that there's, there are layers to that. So you can get like an immediate let me calm down with floral oils. When I'm when I'm thinking of nourish, I call them nourish oils. When you're feeling anxious, uh, anxious. So oils like lavender, ylang-ylang, rose, Melissa. Those are going to be ones that just kind of settle you, settle your nerves. Frankincense is also good for that. It's good for both focus and also just settling you. But the reason I say it's layered is because. Usually anxiety, like some of my clients who, several of my clients have been able to stop lifelong panic attacks because they've learned how to filter and address this, the, the things that really are causing the anxiety. It's more than just, oh, you know, a mindset shift. I'm just going to inhale these oils and I'm going to be positive and I'm going to do an affirmation and I'll be good. It, that's not how our system really works. And there's usually things in there that need to be addressed. Their beliefs that are deep inside that are causing anxiety, you may be at the precipice, especially driven women, like what you're working with, they may be doing very well. And they're, they're, they're going to levels that scare them at a deep level. And so because they need to deal with that feeling and the fear of making lots of money and the fear of being famous and the fear of being awesome, 
and the fear of being more awesome than maybe some people around you or more awesome than people expected of you, that can bring you anxiety every time you even go to sit in a coaching session because you're getting better and you're afraid of it. So addressing those things are so important because otherwise the oils or anything else that you do will be such a temporary relief because that fear is so deeply embedded that it's still going to shoot back up again. And it's the thing that kind of keeps you up at night. Yes. I'm so glad we ended with that. Yeah. Because <laughs> even when I see like here in the States, all the CBD stuff has popped up everywhere mm-hmm. and everyone's like, oh my gosh, CBD, it's like changing my anxiety. And I'm like, what if you just like actually like went and dealt with it? Like, dealt with it. <laughs> imagine how transformational that would feel. That right? would be exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So again, mm-hmm. it's like the, the oils just help us expand and be better of what's going on inside is what I'm here, taking away. That's it. That's it. Yeah. It's helping you to connect and really understand. Sometimes we don't understand. We know we have these, this anxiety, but we don't know where it's coming from. And the oils help your central nervous system to just kind of get out of panic mode, make you feel safe so that you can connect to that thing that you need to connect to and help you to realize what's going on. And then in that CBD does the same thing when, as we're dealing with it, it sometimes doesn't feel good because sometimes there's memories attached to it and all these different things. So getting it out doesn't always feel great. And so the oils can help that process too. So it's not so painful to, to get through the pain to the other side. Yeah. Especially when you're, you've brought it out and you like have to sit with it for a little while. Yes. Yeah. Like I need those oils to like help me sit with it. I was in there last week. I was like, Oh, this feels horrible. Okay. So Renee, tell us where everyone can go find you. Probably the best place to find me is on Instagram and I'm at, at the aroma specialist, plural. Okay. So the aroma specialist you can find there. And if that's hard to spell, you can always go to reneehughes.com. That'll take you to my pages as well. Perfect. And on reneehughes.com, I know you have info about both your programs. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Find info. Man, you dropped some gold today, Renee. Good. <laughs> I'm, already like, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to bring out my oils again. Like this is so much fun. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for sharing your wisdom with us. You're welcome. Thrilled to be here. Thank you for the invite. Deeply appreciate it. Hey there, Miss Unstoppable. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode. If you enjoyed it, share it with a friend. Send them a picture of this episode via text, via email, share it on social media. I'm sure they would be so appreciative to know these strategies and tips on how to accomplish your dreams. If you are ready to guarantee you're going to accomplish your goals and dreams, then it's time to start coaching with me. In my nine-month simple success coaching system, I am going to walk you every single step of the way to ensure that you get the goals and dreams that you want. The first step is to apply for a free 60-minute consult call. Just go to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash apply to get started. As always, my friend, remember... You're only as unstoppable as you believe you can be. So believe in yourself. You got this.